Well, hello there, family. You're listening to Fired Up Freedom with Steve Ryan. Fired Up Freedom, all right. look for certain services or products and it's just hard to find and you want to know if someone else has used that before well visit my resources page steveryan.com slash resources steveryan.com slash resources all right so today today we're talking about how do you handle other people's energy again welcome everyone we're doing how do you handle every how do you handle other people's energy this is going to be a great conversation i have some great notes for you and then i would love to hear some of your input whether you have questions or suggestions or want to share some of your tips all right so we're going to get this rocking and rolling so if you're on twitter just hit the request and i'll bring you up as soon as i'm done making some points if you're on the clubhouse side just raise your hand and i'll bring you up as well for those of you on TikTok, I may read your comments toward the end, depending on how you know how much time we have. Um, we do keep this at at an hour at the most, or we can end early if we have no shares or limited shares. All right. So, how do you handle other people's energy? This is super, super, super important. Now, why is this important? Because energy impacts the way we think. It impacts the way we process and the way that we make decisions. All of these type of topics. They all relate, you know, so rather we're talking about income opportunities or whether we're talking about mindset or, or whatever the subject is in how you handle energy is a super important thing. You know, well, what is energy? You know, it could be someone's tone. It could be someone's actions towards you. It could be the way someone makes you feel when they say a certain thing or when they do a certain thing. All of those things are important. Now, for those of you who are just joining us, we're talking about how do you handle other people's energy? We are on multiple places and multiple platforms right now. Now, the two places that you can speak is going to be Twitter Spaces or Clubhouse. Um, if you're right now seeing this live video stream, just go to steveryan.com slash spaces and that'll take you to Twitter Spaces. Now, if you prefer Clubhouse, then you can get to that link from our Discord. All right, cool. So let me keep rocking and rolling with this. I just explained why is it important to talk about this topic. Um, and as soon as I finish explaining this, um, for those who want to come up and contribute to the conversation, just hit that request. I do see requests on Twitter space side, um, on the clubhouse side. Just raise your hand and I'll bring you up in just a bit. All right. So as usual, I, I wrote some notes before I see those who see live. You see these notes I wrote. So I put a lot of thought into these topics that we're talking about because it's important, all right? So energy, again, I'm just gonna start here again. It impacts the way we think, the way we process, the way we make decisions. That can impact your in-the-moment decision-making. It can also impact your long-term actions. Now, you know I've been loving to make points in threes and come up with these acronyms. How do you want your energy to be? <laughs> now, this is going to sound um, grammatically incorrect. Uh, I know we have a teacher in the room, Mr. Craig. So this is definitely going to be grammatically incorrect. But you know what? Who cares? 
How do you want your energy to be? B-E-E. <laughs> you get it? So these are the three points. Being honest. B is for being honest. The first E is for expectations. And the last E is for everything is about perspective. So B-E-E. -E. BEE -E is the acronym for how we're how I'm going to talk about some ways that you can handle other people's energy. Being honest, expectations, and everything is about perspective. So, I'm going to hone in on these three points. The first one, being honest. Now there's two dynamics to being honest, and that's being honest with yourself first and foremost, and being honest with others. All right? What's being honest with yourself? That could be acknowledging how energy makes you feel. It could be acknowledging how someone is making you feel when they say a certain thing or do a certain thing. Maybe you want to think about why are you feeling that way? Is it from past childhood trauma? Is it from maybe a relationship that you've had with a, with a, you know, a love relationship or family relationship or even friendship or even business relationships? You can acknowledge how it makes you feel. The reason this is important is that when we don't acknowledge how people are making us feel and be honest with ourselves, it can become difficult to, to come up with solutions for helping your energy. It can be difficult for knowing how to handle your energy or even other people's energy. Now, I've struggled with this sometimes because the way that I get personally, when I'm focused and I'm focused on what I'm doing, Sometimes I don't like to deal with things in that moment. So if a certain energy comes toward me a certain way, I may not process right away. I may just, but that's my process. For you, it may work differently. Everyone's different and that's okay. You know, but being honest with who you are, that's okay. For me, if it's something that's overly, you know, traumatic, you know, like I've, I've had, a, you know, family member murdered and other losses, for me, sometimes I can't process that in the moment. I may address it or share it or talk about it, but it's, it's, a, it's a more complicated process. It took, me, it took me three years to process my dad's death. And then my uh, brother being murdered, I haven't even fully processed that. Like I know it exists, but then a part of me pretend it doesn't. But that's my process. That's, I process in layers over time. I write about it. I talk about it here and there. Um, it, it, for you, it may be different. Some people have to process right away. That's okay. Understanding who you are as a person. Are you someone who process things right away? Or do you need time? That's important. Because when people try to force you to deal with things when you're not ready or force you to do things the way that they think you should do things, that's going against your energy flow, you know? So that's just my take on that. Um, also, the second part of being honest is being honest with others. Now, this doesn't mean you have to verbalize it in that moment, but what it means is being honest with how it makes you feel. If someone's making you feel a certain way, it really depends on your dynamic. If it's a total stranger, do you just not care and be like, whatever, and let it go? If it's someone who's close to you, do you address it? You know, what about that saying when it says pick and choose your battles? Do you want to address every single thing? See, these are questions for yourself. I don't have the answers to that because it's going to depend on your personality. For me personally, it depends on what I'm going through and what I'm doing in that moment. You know what I mean? It all is, 
I'm jumping ahead about perspective, so I will be mentioning this again on that on that last E about perspective, but it really truly is about perspective. Where you're at, what you're doing, those things make a difference, all right? To, but being honest with others meaning, means like, do you want to set those boundaries or do you want to just let it go? Or do you want to get to a point where you do address something? Those are, are things, being honest, honest with yourself and with others, that's crucial. All right, now I'm moving on to the next point, which is setting bound, I mean, expectations. Do you have expectations of others? Do you have expectations on how other people should treat you? Because if you have expectations on how other people should treat you, that can impact your response. Like, let's say... You have someone close to you and you you were expecting them to, you know, you had a certain expectations for them and they didn't do it. They didn't follow through. They fell short. How are you going to respond? Are you going to respond in a negative way, a positive way? It depends on what it is. You know what I mean? I try to show up without expectations. Now, I'm human. Sometimes it's, it, it does creep in. You know what I mean? But when it does creep in, I've made a habit of looking at myself first and say, okay, why am I expecting this from this person? So what I tend to do is I show up for myself first. That's what, just like right now in this space, it doesn't, like right now, there's hardly anybody on the clubhouse side, but there's some people on the Twitter side. And then there's some people in the, in the live streams. I show up ready to deliver this message Regardless of who's here, if there was zero people here right now, I would still be do talking about what I'm talking about right now. You want to know why? Because I'm showing up for myself first. How am I showing up for myself first? Because my gut instincts and my spirit says this message needs to be out in the world. And I know that regardless of who is here live, I know I'm going to push this message out to a lot of people. I know that more people will hear this audio, more people will see this video. I will push this out there. It will be on my podcast, it will be on my YouTube, on my Twitch, it will be in all these different places. So I know that regardless of who is here right now, this message is going to get out because my gut instinct says, Steve, this message needs to be heard in the world. It doesn't matter who enjoys this topic in this moment. Somebody out there needs to hear this right now and in the future. That's why when I show up, I don't care about the numbers. I know some people said we should, but I don't because it's irrelevant. If I go push this and 10,000 people see this and hear this, it's going to be irrelevant that 30 people was here right now. Seriously. So it's all about expectations. So for anyone who's just now joining, we're talking about how to handle other people's energy. I like to recap because people may hear this at different points of times. And so I came up with the acronym BEE, -E, just like a B, which is being honest with yourself, expectations, and then everything is about perspective. Now I've talked about being honest, I've talked about expectations, and now I'm going to talk about everything is about perspective. And then I will open up the floor for anyone who wants to come and contribute, respond, share their insight. I love hearing other people's shares. It will be awesome. Just hit the join request. And rather you're on Clubhouse or rather you're on Twitter spaces, we'll, we'll do it in the order. I usually will call out, okay, this person is up next. This person is up next. 
All right, so everything is about perspective. Here's what I wrote in my notes. I said, releasing energy when, when we need to. When does, when, <clears throat> when does it really matter? So if someone is doing something to you and making you feel a certain way, you have to ask yourself in that moment, does it matter to address that in that moment? Does it matter? That, that question is really up to you. There's not a right or wrong answer to it. You see what I'm saying? I can tell you for me personally, most things don't matter to me because it's all about perspective. You see what I'm saying? Having close family members, one get murdered and one die, that really changed some of my perspectives. It really made me really change the, the barometer of what actually gets me riled up. Most things don't get me riled up. And, and really before then it didn't either. Except for if I see someone I care about being attacked, things like that gets me. But now it's all about perspective. You have to ask yourself, is it really worth your energy being riled up if someone attacks you? You see what I'm saying? Sometimes, do you want to respond? And if you do respond, what I try, what I practice is a technique of keeping myself balanced. So when I'm responding to someone, I really make a focused effort to try to take my emotions out of it. Now, it, it doesn't always work. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. It does not always work, but it has really helped me with not allowing anger and frustration to, to, to come into my energy because of someone else's energy. It's really pushed it down heavily, heavily. I would say probably 80, 90%, you know? Like for example, yesterday, I was on, on the phone with my cell phone company and, you know, they, they made a mistake on my account. And the guy I was talking to on the phone, he got upset because I asked for a supervisor. I said, sir, you know, you know, I'm not trying to be rude or disrespectful, but um, this information is not is not consistent with what you guys have told me before. Can I speak to a supervisor? He proceeded to try to argue with me on the phone because I wanted to speak to a supervisor. He was like, you know, well, well I can help you. I said, well, the way that you can help me is by doing A, B, and C. And if you can't, then I need to talk to someone who has the authority too. Now, he cut off my account. He, he cut off my account and I know in my gut it was on purpose. He cut off my account. He cut. So my phone line went dead immediately. Now, what I do is I have two different types of phone accounts. I have one on business and one on personal and different lines on both. So I proceeded to grab my personal a phone off my personal account and I called the phone company. I stayed calm. I said, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to let this get to me. So I ended up talking to a supervisor. They gave me like a $200 credit for the inconvenience. And then they proceeded to fix my problem. But the thing is, I could have took the path to being upset. But in my mind, it's like, Yes, it was inconvenience and it was a slight frustration, but what is the point of being like, oh my God, I can't believe my, my phone is cut off. What am I going to do? I'm just like, you know what? It's all good. It's going to be resolved. And, and so I chose the path of, of staying calm because had I got upset and let's say raise my blood pressure and get all upset, that would not have changed the fact that my phone was turned off on purpose and it would not have changed the fact that I still had to talk to someone else to get it resolved. Would it have been fair for me to take my anger out on the new person on the phone who had nothing to do with it? 
I'm using an example because all of us experience different things in our lives and we can make a choice as to how we're going to let those energies impact us. I like to keep a clear head because that helps with strategy and figure it, figuring out solutions for the problem, you know? So uh, let's see what else. What are th- So that's a technique that I do. I'll, and then I'll open up the floor for anyone who wants to contribute to the conversation. But what I do is I keep myself calm. I ask myself, does it really matter? And I ask myself, if I'm upset and I display being upset, is that going to change things? Now, again, we're human and we're going to have our moments. I have my moments, but I really try to not let my upsetness come from a place of, of emotional upset. Oh my God, why do you do it? Now I will do energy when I'm excited. Like, let's go. We're fired up. Let's go. <laughs> All right. But these are my points. I'm going to open up the floor for those who want to come up. Um, I know we had a request on the Twitter side. That person got rugged. Um, welcome y'all on the clubhouse side. Welcome y'all on TikTok. Hey, Sub, uh, Subhasa, Ruth, Star, um, Knight, Merka. Welcome all of you. Uh, Bicky Dob, welcome. If y'all have anything you want to contribute or ask, just leave it in the comments and I'll bring it up. All right. I see some people in the room on Twitter. We see BB, Abundant Lion, Artisan, Raining Insight, Craig Bossman, Raptor Roos. I see um, Ann God. I see Nevnet. I see uh, Trash Panda. Welcome. I see Nancy. I see VR. So welcome, welcome, welcome. If anyone wants to come up, that will be great if you want to contribute. If not, we will wrap it up. Fired Up Freedom will be right back after these messages. Do you ever look for certain services or products and it's just hard to find and you want to know if someone else has used that before? Well, visit my resources page, steveryan.com slash resources, steveryan.com slash resources. Yeah, there we go. Hey, Artisan. Welcome up, Artisan. There we go. Hey, Artisan, how's it going? Oh, it is absolutely stunningly beautiful. It's very, it's early in the morning here where I am, and it's starting my day. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I thoroughly will concur with um, what you uh, had shared with everyone. Um, like for me, I've also, I've just really given up like expectations um, because if you think about an expectation, you know, it's either implied or it's voiced out, you know, voiced out loud. And a lot of times expectations people hold are those that are not stated, you know, like I expect you to be home by four o'clock, you know, for the kids or something. Um, but if you don't say that, then it just creates um, uh, discord in our lives because we get frustrated and angry and can, you know, just start arguments and stuff. Or or it can um, start to erode your own self-esteem in some cases. So I think expectations is something that um, I kind of left uh dropped it at the doorstep a long time ago. <laughs> you know, it just is, um, I refrain from doing them. If, if I recognize that I do, 
just like you had said, I look at myself. Why? You know, why do I have this feeling? Why Why is this what I'm, this result is what I'm expecting from someone else. They're not, they can't read my mind. You know, so, yeah, I, I agree with that. And uh, thank you for sharing. It was um, um, very enlightening. And um, I'm glad to hear that there are others that uh, work towards this goal. So thank you. Thank you, Steve. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, you're so you're so right. It does um, come to expectations because sometimes expectations when they're not spoken, it's almost as if people subconsciously expect others to read their mind. And then so when we think about it, it's almost like if someone don't know what you know, if someone don't know that you're expecting something and then you get mad at them for not fulfilling actions, is that really rational? But it happens all the time. It happens all the time, you know? (laughs) For those of you who are just joining us, we're on multiple platforms right now. We're on Twitter Spaces, we're on Clubhouse, we're on TikTok, we're on some other live uh, live video platforms. We've been talking about how how do you let other people's energy impact you? And I went over some key points and this is just to bring everyone up to speed. We just had artisans speak. Um, but I went over key points, which was B-E-E, like a B, being honest, expectations, and everything is about perspective. Now, for those of you who came in after I went over all those points, still feel free to come in and share how do you handle other people's energy? Or if you've heard what we've gone over so far, maybe you have a response to that. Or maybe you want to ask a, a certain question or, or whatever. But just send a request and we'll just go in order on the platforms. And whenever we're done with the request, I'll just wrap up the rooms. But in the meantime, I'll chat with Artisan some more. <laughs> so Artisan, um, how do you handle other people's energy like um, that comes toward you? Like, do you have any techniques that, that you use that you would like to recommend? Well, it depends on, you know, again, what type of energy is coming, you know, like, is it like what, when you had expressed, oh yeah, let's go, let's, you know, and you're all fired up, you know, that, it, it, that could sometimes also be disruptive if someone is very like practicing silence, for instance, or, you know, meditating and all of a sudden you just cram yourself in somebody's room and it's like, wow, excuse me, you know, um, <laughs> So there can, you know, that's just like the, uh, the opposing side. Um, but for me, I just really, uh, don't give permission. Okay. I don't give permission like, uh, for myself, like you said, when you were making up that phone call and you had to take care of that business and there was like an injustice, um, um, those things, I just, it's like in my my personal life is like, no, I'm not going to allow somebody to, you know, screw with my energy, get me upset. We're human, right? It, it can happen. We can all get triggered. But then I look at why am I being triggered? What is the message behind it? You know, like I have a thing like I, in my own personality self, I don't care for injustice when other people are being, I mean, like severe injustices. I, um, that I just can't, I, I don't tolerate well. Um, sometimes I will, I could voice something, um, in a specific, uh, manner. If like, say 
we were at a restaurant and somebody like was being extremely rude to a a server, you know, something like that. They're having a bad day or they didn't get the food the way they liked it. You know, people will tend to take that anger or frustration out on everyone else. And so what they're doing is just spreading discord. And I think that, you know, sometimes it's just like, hey, you know, I'm sorry. Or you're standing at a, you know, um, a store and you're take, bringing something back and somebody's, you know, standing the, behind the, the, the desk and they're screaming at someone. You know, it's like, really? Is that frustration and anger really warranted at this person that had nothing to do with that box delivery that you got? You know, you got to choose these things sometimes. And and like you had said, it you know, it's like, um, you know, definitely question it. You know, what is it? What's happening? These are the, the things, but you have to think about it. You have to be aware of it or you have to be aware of the energy that each of us is putting out there. Um, but for me, I remove permissions. I just, I, I, in my own personal life, it's like, no, okay, you're having a bad day. I can give you space. So that's something like um, a technique that I do if my, my child comes, you know, here to the house or something and they're upset or whatever. It's just, okay, let me give you a little space for a moment, catch your breath. You know, and then we could talk. So when we look at resonating, um, like either being empathic. Now, sympathy, there's three runs of them. You have sympathy, empathy, and compassion. And compassion is at a higher octave. Sympathy kind of recognizes that there is a limitation. I just don't believe there's limitations. That's our perception. We are not limited only by our thoughts, our positions, and our perceptions. So, therefore, I don't choose to play into that. So, that's another way that I help stabilize energies um, for myself and those around me. Um, I don't, did that make sense, Steve? It's like, because mm-hmm. sympathy is a recognition of a limitation. Empathy is, is energy borrowed. Okay? You're borrowing somebody else's mood or energy for that time being but compassion is one where you can listen you can be um uh compassionate about what's going on but it's not ruining your day it's not you know triggering you specifically and taking you off your own foundation so those are a few things that i do in my own personal life um uh to handle other people's energies wow I love the permission piece. You're not giving permission. I love that. Don't give permission to allow someone else's energy to impact you. That, wow. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> wow. You got some hearts on Clubhouse too, Artisan. <laughs> so, like. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome up. Um, trashy, uh, Trash Panda. Hey, Trash Panda. <laughs> Good morning. I know it's a, a kind of funny name. Um, so I want to thank you both for sharing. I think that um, I'm a little bit newer to the game of empath. Like, it's not that I'm uh, a skeptic, but um, I have some very spiritual friends, you know, where I've always been like, you know, kind of at bay where I'm like, you know, uh, I respect your, your, uh, 
spirituality and, uh, you know, I don't know if I necessarily could dive deep, but, you know, over the course of the last, I'd probably say about four to five years, you know, after them kind of drilling into me, both of them, they, they keep using that word, like, Megan, you're an empath, like, you call me at particular times when you feel my energy or, you know, there's, there's certain things or ways I, I guess like even with them, you know, they, they're like, I know you felt that. And I'm like, yeah, I can feel it. <laughs> so it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. And, you know, just to kind of piggyback off of, uh, artisan, like I really appreciate that, uh, comment. And, um, I've always been a person that unfortunately has had a lot of trauma. And I, one of my questions um, is do you think people that are, you know, uh, identify with being empathic, do you think they're more susceptible to traumas or, um, you know, because they are so compassion, you know, it, artists mentioned like that compassion empath. Um, so that would, that was going to be one of my questions because unfortunately I've had quite a bit of trauma in my life and, um, you know, after, several successful years of counseling, I've built, uh, boundaries. Um, that's huge for me. Um, and you know, when, when she was speaking about like, uh, permission, it was interesting because I was thinking about, you know, um, my space. Um, so for example, it's not like I'm shut down. I don't invite people into my space, but I never had an expectation when they get into my space, um, like my home or, you know, just, like my personal sanctuary. Um, and over several, over the course of several years, you know, I've taught, you know, the people I love, you know, like my space, um, does need to be respected and I do need a calm energy because at the end of the day, when you leave, I'm still here and I need that energy to, to, to be good, positive. Um, and I've made that healthy boundary, you know, with love. Um, and I've explained that to family members or, you know, my friends who, who anyone who's come into my space. Um, so I guess, uh, it was kind of like a two part commentary. Um, but I just wanted to ask that question about, you know, do you think empaths do tend to have like, uh, I don't more trauma or like, are they susceptible? You know, so that was just something that was kind of on my mind. That is a very, very, very great question. Um, I don't publicly say a lot that I'm uh, in, in an empath, um, but I'm very empathic. I've, I've been that way since I've been a kid um, and it's made me very, uh, I'm going to use the word sensitive, not sensitive in a reactionary way, but sensitive in a picking up type of way to what's going on around me. Rather, rather someone is in my presence or rather is their voice over something or rather it's just like a just a, a sensing that can't be explained logically. Um, and that can that can seem a little spooky to some people until they hear me respond certain ways. And it's like, wait a minute, I, I didn't tell you what was going on. What's, what is this? But to answer your question for me personally, I, I, I have two answers to that question. One, I feel like it depends on the person's personality. Um, and this is just my opinion. What are their environmental factors? Who are they as a person? Um, it's so many layers. That's why for me as an empath, when it comes to traumatic things, I tend to withdraw 
And, and, and I tend to use an outlet through like either music creation or writing, or I just let it sit, even if I'm not analyzing it. Um, because I know that for myself, I can be very intense and kind of similar to what Artisan just mentioned about if something was silent and I come in, hey, you know, it, it's about being aware. I feel like for, for those who are not as aware that they're empathic, I personally feel that they have a harder time because they start to confuse other people's, how, how other people are feeling with how they're feeling. Um, I had to learn that myself because sometimes, like, for example, if my mom or someone was angry, I found myself angry and I'm, and, and it got to a point, I'm like, why am I angry? Like, what am I really upset at? Like, what? And when I couldn't, I, I couldn't identify why I'm upset, I'm like, oh, she was upset. That's her stuff, not mine. So I feel like is it the, the one of the steps is being aware. If you're empathic, you're someone who's empathic. You may not even know you're empathic. I didn't know I was empathic until like I was an adult. And when I look back at situations and how I responded, and, and, and I had a talk with other uh, people who were empathic. Um, they, you know, they described some things. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm empathic too. This is why. So being aware is the first step. So if someone is empathic and they're not aware, they're going to get drained a lot. And when they're tired of getting drained a lot, I find that it leads them, to, it leads them down a road of getting answers of why am I feeling drained? Why is this stuff, uh, you know, in, in affecting me? So to answer your question, I know, I know that was a long way to answer it, but I feel like it all comes down to awareness. If someone is aware that they're empathic and they admit that to themselves, like being honest with themselves, then that's going to be like the first step to knowing how can they develop something that works for them to handle situations since it's going to be different person to person. But if someone is not aware that they're empathic, it's going to, I feel it's going to be tougher because even if they don't use the word empathic, let's, let's even take away empathic, knowing yourself. Knowing what gets you riled up, knowing what pushes your buttons, knowing what are your traumas, what are your triggers, you know, so self-discovery, whether someone identifies as empathic or not, I feel like that's going to be the key. And one other thing, one other point, I feel like everybody's empathic to a degree. They're just not aware of it. Because think about we have music, we have the news, we have media, we have movies, we have all this advertising and branding. And um, and, and companies look for ways to, to get responses from people. They put out certain energy waves. That's just my take on it. But I, I see uh, Artisan wants to chime in. Hey, Artisan. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you take a look at, because you had kind of specifically asked about like, trauma and can trauma be borrowed like with being empathic okay or um again it's energy vitality that is borrowed so if someone is having 
let's say, a very traumatic day. As an example, all right, you're in school, I don't care if it's high school or college or whatever, and there's a teacher, and a teacher presents something, and it triggers someone um, that it's rah-rah, this kumba, and we can't stand this, and we don't like it, and whatever, and so therefore, there becomes a vibrational energy where other people will say, well, I feel the same way. And because there could be one person in that group that had a horrific, traumatic experience, say, with a teacher, then they can all vibrate within a lower frequency. So, again, empathy is technically energy vitality, which is being borrowed. It doesn't mean that it's necessarily yours. Like what Steve was saying, recognizing where your trigger points are because you could also be the person that was traumatized and you are sending that energy out and other people will pick up on it. If you think about it, how do riots start, right? There's someone, there's a few people, they all get together, they all have that same energy around uh, a symbolic idea like rah, rah, this is is horrible and we're going to do something about it. But then somebody comes in with anger and triggers everybody else, and it's the ripple effect, and then guess what? Now we've got burning down buildings and breaking glass and, you know, um, just some horrific stuff going on. Do you know that if there was even just a couple of people that were in that group that could send that beautiful calm energy out, it could detract and bring down a riot. But very few people know or are strong enough to do so. So again, empathy, that part, is being vitality or energy borrowed. It's like what Steve said. It really is recognizing what somebody else's triggers are for myself and my own personal life so that I am not um, constantly bombarded by everyone else. I mean, there's places, I mean, come on, think about going to Walmart, like, wow, ow, that hurts. <laughs> you know, the energy's like, I'm sorry, Walmart, but really, um, it's very low energy. So I know when, if I have to go into one of the stores like that, I use that as an example, don't everybody hate on me now, um, but I definitely recognize that there's people in there that, um, their life situations can be some horrific stuff and they're just trying to get through the day. So what I will do is I envision a bubble around me, my aura, okay, whether it's eight feet or 20 or a hundred or, you know, 20 miles, that is my energy. That is what I have created within my bubble, okay? My little egg, if you will. And I only allow love, light, you know, courage, compassion to enter, period. If somebody does not match that energy, then guess what? There's where the boundary is. That is, I do not exchange the other energy. I stay focused and grounded within that little bubble. And guess what? That's my bubble. Everybody else can have the rest of the cosmos for their energy. Pick it. What would you like? 
What would you like in your energy? And so this is another mechanism that can help um, us from being um, triggered, like being in a mob, okay, Um, (laughs) or riot. So I'm just saying these are, recognize that, is that the energy that you truly choose to borrow from someone? When I go into Walmart, absolutely not. I don't care for any of the energy that is there. So therefore, I'm not, I'm not going to suck it up. It's like, can you walk into a smoke-filled room and come out smelling like a rose? Uh-huh. I'll let Steve answer that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, no. So you get to choose your energy. This is the point. We get to choose that all every moment of the day. How Absolutely. Like wow. <laughs> and uh, Trash Panda, you had a, a response uh, to Artisan or, or, or did that answer your question as well? Actually, yeah, I just, um, I have, and I apologize for so many questions. I'm kind of, once again, like learning about this kind of needs to the, the, uh, this, and I'm, I'm definitely intrigued. Um, I guess my follow up question is, do you think, I mean, I know that you mentioned like Steve, that, um, you have, you feel like there is a certain amount of uh, impasse that everyone shares. Um, I guess my question is, is can it like, I, I, if you feel like, um, you have like a higher, I guess, I I don't know, like, um, uh, like you feel like you, you are a bit more empathic. Um, do you think that's also hereditary? For example, um, my late sister, um, you know, she, I feel like she also was one, there was no words necessarily to describe it. And unfortunately she went down the path of abusing, uh, drugs. Um, and I, there was a part of me that wonders if like, um, you know, like it was a coping mechanism. Um, because again, there, it would be very odd. Like she would, like we would not talk for quite some time. And I, I did have boundaries because of the fact that she was, you know, addicted, um, an addict, um, you know, however, when she would, and I, I, there was always like an open, you know, I told her all the time, you know, whenever she needed to talk to me to let me know, um, you know, but there was a clear communication. Like, I'm like, I, I know that you're still doing this, you know, um, just please don't, don't do that or have that behavior around me. And when she would communicate with me, it'd be weird at weird times in my life, you know, when I really needed someone and, you know, reflecting back on her, like, I feel like she had that kind of, she had that capability too. Um, and I, there, there's a part of me that wonders if that was maybe her destruction, you know, um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get so heavy in the morning. Um, but so I guess my follow up question is, do you think it's also, um, hereditary, um, like, do you think, um, cause I, I'm, I, I personally feel like she, she was one and, you know, Stevie mentioned the awareness factor and she wasn't aware. Um, and she did carry everything on her back per se. And, you know, she felt like it'd be interesting if I got around her and I was happy, she'd be happy. If I was down, I could, I noticed before I even got around her, she was down. It was like she could feel my energy. Um, and so, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily like a sisterly bond or 
you know, if it's a little bit more than that, because I, I noticed that like she would be like that. Someone like before someone called her, her energy would change. She would pick up the phone and it kind of like reflected on that energy. Um, and I, I would observe that and notice that. Um, so do, do you think there's like a hereditary aspect to it? Like, so for example, does anyone have like any siblings or parents that also exhibit like the same kind of, I guess, like features? You know, <clears throat> I personally think yes, that's, that it is hereditary because as you were talking um, about your sister and, and, and may she rest in peace, I was thinking about um, one of my brothers and, um, and he, it was similar to what you just stated. Like he would, he would just pick up on things before, you know what I mean? Like, let's say if, if, if my mom was upset, you know, and I happened to be around him, like I would notice his mood change too. So I, I feel like what you're saying now that I look back at it, I think, I think some of it is hereditary. I, I do not, now that I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. Um, and people not being aware of, of how being empathic can impact them and not being aware that they're empathic at all and not being aware that they're picking up on other people's energy and allowing that to impact them, that can really lead to, to self-trauma. You know, like you mentioned, you know, drug usage and things like that, it can lead to that. And that's why this topic, I, I've loved this discussion that we've had the past 40 minutes because it is for people who listen to it back or see the, the, the live video playback, it is going to really, really help them because what you just brought up is, is super, super important. So, yes, I do feel like it's hereditary. I really do. I feel like that's one piece of it. But I also personally feel, and this is just my opinion, who knows if this is right or wrong, but I feel like all humans have it to a degree because we're, we're all energetic creatures. You know, that's that's really my true belief. But I believe the the super empathic side, like you just described, that may be hereditary and some of it may be learned from environment. Um, who knows if those are the only answers, you know? <laughs> so, but I feel like that's why it all goes back down to being aware and being honest with yourself. Because if, if people are taking these, um, I call them energy journals. I didn't know what this stuff was. I've been doing it for years, but I didn't know what it was. I would just write down different thoughts and feelings. But if people did like these energy journals, like, and it doesn't have to be every single day, but if you notice that there's any kind of intense energy, like something that made you really happy or really sad or really traumatized, make a note of it so that you'll remember it. Um, if, you, if you're not a writer, do a voice notes. I do voice notes all the time. And that way you can go back and discover, you know what I mean? Like I didn't discover I was an empath until I was in my 20s. And that's when I looked back and I learned and, and, and people were telling me what it meant to be an empath and what it is. And when I looked back and I looked at different situations, I was able to see that I fall into that category. You know, so that, that's my response to that. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you so much for, for your awesome questions. Really appreciate that too. Fired Up Freedom will be right back after these messages. Do you ever look for certain services or products and it's just hard to find and you want to know if someone else has used that before? Well, visit my resources page, steveryan.com slash resources, steveryan.com slash resources. Um, and before we go to Khalid, uh, I'm looking in the chat on the Clubhouse side. 
And we got Nancy. Nancy says, good morning. She says, I'll repeat that phrase when expectations start pulling me down. She says, two of my three kids are empaths. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, and we got Samuel. Welcome, Samuel. He says, this is so important to him. Um, yeah, Samuel, we, were, we did some talking earlier today. Um, and just to recap, uh, we... <clears throat> The way that I've been starting off these rooms and spaces and live streams is uh, I'll, I'll put some thought into the topic. Uh, I'll take some notes. I think about my experiences. I think about things that I've learned. Uh, if it's something from a certain book, I'll share the title. Um, if it's just something from my experience, I'll, I'll share that. And today, the acronym BEE -E came into my head when it comes to energy. B stands for being honest. And that's being honest with yourself and being honest with others. E is for expectations. And if I had to add something to expectations and I have to give, give credit to Artisan for this, it would be expectations and permissions. Are you giving permission to other people's energy to impact you? And the third E was everything is about perspective. You know that saying the glass is half full, the glass is half uh, empty, it's all about perspective. Um, you know, if someone's coming at you a certain way energetically, could it be because they had trauma? Maybe they're feeling insecure. Maybe they're projecting. Or if we allow energy to impact us a certain way and then we go and interact with other people, are we going to let that energy impact us? Um, like I'll go to something that happened. Uh, I don't know if it was this week or last week where we were talking about a subject and someone came up on the space. And one of the first things she said was, you know, um, I'm more advanced than you. So, um, and I've been listening to what you're saying and I think you know what you're talking about, but the point that she made that statement, I'm more advanced than you when she don't know me, I don't know her. She's a total stranger, wasn't in the room that long. Um, I could have chose the path of responding negatively in the middle of everything and said, what do you mean? You know, but I'm so confident in myself and, and it didn't matter that I said, you know what? Maybe she is having her own issues of, of confidence and need validation and needed to speak that out loud to make herself feel better. You know, so I didn't entertain it. I let her say what she was going to say and I moved the conversation along because at the end of the day, that would have impacted that would have impacted the room that would have impacted everyone's energy. So I felt I had to protect the, the room and the live stream and not let that energy impact in that moment, you know, and just move it along. But at the end of the day, I'm human. I know I don't know everything. I'm always open to learning. Um, the things that I do know, I feel I'm, I'm confident to know that I know them well, but I know that I don't know everything and I'm always willing to learn. So that's why a statement like that didn't bother me. I was able to release that in that moment. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, we have about nine minutes left. I know Khalid came up, Willow came up. Um, we have some other people that came into the Clubhouse side and on the Twitter, I'm sorry, the TikTok live stream um, and the other streams. I just want to, um, before we before we get the last couple of shares, we are going to end at the top of the hour. So I don't want anyone to feel interrupted <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, but let me share with you what's happening tomorrow. Um, on tomorrow, we're going to be talking about how to expand your brand without burning out. I know a lot of times we had marketing and branding and creating income and things like that, 
But how do you expand your brand without burning out? A brand isn't just about people who are trying to sell something. Your brand is your reputation. Your brand is the awareness. Maybe you have a certain cause you're tr you want people to be aware of. Maybe you have something you're working on or whatever. Um, but sometimes it can be so overwhelming knowing what to do that we burn ourselves out. So that's what we're going to talk about. And earlier this week, this is, these are some of the topics we went over earlier this week. I'll, I'll be quick about this one. I just had it up and it, here we go. So Monday, we talked about creating opportunities in your industry. Tuesday, we talked about how do you know when and how to set boundaries. Wednesday, we talked about, which was yesterday, how does your self-language impact your mindset? The languaging that you use, the languaging that you use for yourself. Today, we talked about how do you handle other people's energy? And tomorrow, we're going to be talking about how can you expand your brand without burning out? Now, um, a couple of you made a suggestion, and I think this is going to be a topic soon. Maybe Monday. We'll see. Um, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get it together for next week. But how to do marketing and branding when you don't have a budget? How do you, if you have something you're trying to do, and I have a ton of ideas. That's a whole session by itself. So I think that, that may be a Monday topic. Um, but anyway, we'll say hello to um, Khalid and Willow. See if you want to chime in. Now, keep in mind in seven minutes, I am going to do a hard stop. Just letting you all know ahead of time so you don't feel interrupted. Hey, Khalid, welcome up. Oh, we can't hear you. If you want to leave out and come back in, we'll, we'll come right back to you. Oh, there you go. Yes, we can hear you now. And hi, I'm Tissin, and hi to everybody in your room. Yes, uh, buddy, I want to ask about uh, this question, very important. Uh, everybody in this world uh, look for freedom. So I, my question is, uh, you know the category and classification of people, uh, there is, we are a human being, and so empathetic, empathic, empathic and uh, passionate and uh, neutral. Uh, which best way, this is my question, which best status for you as a human being to be, to not uh, uh, engage with uh, bad energies is to be super neutral or just empathic, empathic or compassion with people without engaged with their uh, bad energy. This is my question. I have, I hope that you got me, Steve. Yes. I am talking, uh, I, I am from Jordan. So my English a little bit, uh, a little bit, a little bit um, weak. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's okay. No problem. I'll, I'll chime in quickly and then I see Willow uh, wants to re respond as well. I, you know, I feel like with that question, I hate to say, I'm not trying to sound vague, but it really depends on the situation, the circumstances, the relationship you have with the person that, that's giving you the energy. Is it a stranger or is it someone close to you? Is it family? I can tell you what I personally do. I personally imagine myself at a beach by water and, and it, it, all this happens real quick in my mind because I've gotten so, so accustomed to doing this technique, but I center myself and I quickly make a very quick decision and ask myself, does it matter in that moment? You know what I mean? Like, does it matter? Like, it's a very, very quick decision. Um, if it falls into the category of not mattering, I just pretty much release it. But we are human. 
We are human. So if I get to the point where I let something really get to me and I respond in a way that I normally wouldn't, um, I immediately acknowledge it to myself. Um, does it warrant an apology to, to someone? Does it warrant an apology to myself? Does it warrant whatever? It, it, it all depends, but I feel like it all boils down to honesty and awareness in, 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 in perspective. So, and I know Willow had a response as well. Sorry, I've been such a stranger. I had to take a break, so I'm excited for your upcoming space about how to maintain without burning out. Because uh, I definitely burned out hard, hardcore. But we can talk more about that later. But um, hey, Khalid, I love your question. Um, and also, Shadow Fox here has taught me a lot about this, about kind of how to how to set boundaries energetically with um, with other people's energy, because especially in some of these, you know. I, were, I was connecting with so many people in Twitter spaces that it just got to be kind of overwhelming. I couldn't really control or, or handle or manage how much of other people's energy was just flowing through me, you know, and it just got to be so overwhelming and heavy that it really overtook, like, it overcame me, you know, and I just couldn't. So I had to kind of step away. But I think when I think there's something to be said for having convictions and for speaking up for, you know, for like having a voice um, in, in situations that warrant um, kind of, you know, have like having a voice for, for the voiceless or for people who um, can't um, or who have been silenced, you know. So there's something to be said for that. But I think, too, there's something to be said for knowing that when people come from different perspectives that may um, be kind of traumatic energetically, that um, really we can send them compassion because that's their stuff, you know, that's theirs. And you don't have to take that on, right? Um, just re reminding yourself, like, I forgive myself for the judgment that that is mine because that's not mine, that's theirs, you know, and I don't have to carry that. And I can have compassion for someone who feels that way, even though, because, you know, who knows what they've experienced that's led them to kind of have whatever, whatever kind of aggression or, or, um, you know, opinions that might be harmful to other people. But I think we can set boundaries in these, you know, Frank, to, oh, sorry, I think, it was, I don't know why I just said Frank. Steve does a really good job of setting, uh, setting boundaries in these spaces and making it a safe space for people to come and make sure that, um, you know, no one is being harmed. And I do think that that's kind of a role that is underestimated or not talked about when it comes to hosting spaces, that it's important to kind of make sure that you're maintaining that. And that takes a lot of energy from people who are hosting the spaces themselves. You know, it's, it's, um, it takes a lot more energy than people realize, you know, to kind of hold space for other people in that way. But yeah, I think if we kind of set those standards, then lead by example and others will follow. Wow. Thank you so much for that, Willow. And no worries. Never worry about apologizing because you take the break that you need. You take the energy space that you need. It's perfectly OK. Um, and whoever doesn't align with that, there's, that's their issue. <laughs> so because at the end of the day, you know, people will take, take and take and then they'll abandon you. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> but 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 I love. Oh, sorry. No, no, I was just going to say, I, you know, um, I think
think too, like having conversations like this where people can be, you know, can be open about, sorry, if, you know, like, and just say, acknowledge if you, I hope no one felt abandoned, you know, and, and Steve, I hope you didn't feel abandoned by me, Oh no. you know, kind of just dipping out. But, you know, sometimes people don't know what, and they kind of make up a story about why someone is acting a certain way, but communication can solve a lot of those things and just talking about it openly like we are here can break down a lot of those barriers that don't even need to be there in the first place if we if we just are open like this absolutely yeah i i have an attitude of no expectations and and i don't assume um and i feel like having that kind of centered mindset really it really helps to avoid those type of things and i i'm so much in my own zone and what i'm doing that i i I barely have, I don't even have time to think about what's going on in that way with someone else. I do wish people well, like you're on my wishing well list, but I don't, uh, I don't say, hey, I haven't seen her around. She must not like me. You know what I mean? That those kind of um, uh, assumptions can really, really, really be detrimental, you know? <laughs> so, but. They can eat you up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> those kind of things just eat you up. <laughs> so, but, yeah. but we are, we are going to. Oh, no, no, not at all. But we are going to wrap up. We're at the top of the hour. Um, I did get a couple of suggestions from what Willow just said. Uh, one, one of these days happened. How to handle energy when you're being a champion for other people um, or when you're being a voice for the voiceless. Uh, maybe if you're someone who hosts a space or a room or a podcast or if you host any kind of thing, IRL, how do you handle the energy of the room or how do you handle the room or how do you handle you know, dealing with things on your feet. I, I jotted this down. I took some notes. See, look at that. I just showed it on the screen. I took some notes and um, we're going to we're going to talk about that. We will wrap up now just to remind you all on tomorrow, we're going to be having a room and a space and a live stream about how to expand your brand without burning out. This is super, super important. Um, there is a link on the top. Now, on the clubhouse side, you have a, a link to our discord. But I'm, but I'm going to change the link right now to tomorrow's uh, Clubhouse room uh, for those who are on the Clubhouse side. And then on Twitter, it's pinned up on Twitter. You can see it at the end. I'm going to delete today's space right there. Boom. Let's remove that so you're not confused. How can you expand your brand strategically without burning out? If you click on that, you can reserve it. It's the same time tomorrow. Um, also, Freedom has been doing crypto airdrops every day. There's a tweet right there to show you how to get plugged in on that. And last but not least, you can come and say hi in our Discord. There's a lot of other like-minded people who love to inspire others. There's great conversations in there. It's a family, all right? So y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day. It was a lovely conversation. I know we went over a couple of minutes, but that's okay. But have a great day. <laughs> Running for myself at times I can't describe the words. I try